you and your listeners will, will forgive that. Every society, large or small, small tribe, gigantic nation, has a problem, and that's how do you settle disagreements of opinion in a productive way. Humans are wired to be very biased in all kinds of ways. Our biases don't cancel out. They actually can compound each other. The two biggest are confirmation bias and conformity bias. Confirmation bias is we look for, and in fact, our brains even register cognitions and ideas that enhance our status, our beliefs about ourselves. Um, conformity bias means that we look to others to conform what we believe, and typically we look to others who believe what we believe. Well, the result of that is that if you just have a completely unstructured conversation, People will gravitate toward other people like themselves. They'll confirm each other's biases. They'll go down rabbit holes, often known as, for example, um, religious beliefs or political beliefs. They'll break off into sects. The sects will be unable to live with each other, to come to any reasonable conclusion. They'll lose touch with reality. They'll go to war with each other. Um, and pretty soon you get sectarianism, you get violence, or you get the emergence of a prince or a potentate or a priest or a or a demigod, who basically decrees what we have to believe. And that's how it was done until about 400 years ago, with terrible bloody consequences, and with the result that the human species didn't really learn very much century after century. Um, 400 years ago, some people come up very consciously. Again, these are nameable people um, with a different way of doing it. Starts with people like Locke and Montaigne, but also working scientists like Newton foundation of the Royal Society, first great scientific organization. And they say, wait a minute, this is all wrong. Instead of looking to authorities or wars or sects to decide what's right, let's outsource that. Let's say the rule is going to be that in order to establish that something is true, Jonathan Rauch has to persuade Michael Shermer. Or, he ha or they both have to persuade people that they don't even that they don't know, that may not speak the same language, that have a totally different perspective. And let's call that empiricism. Let's say that the only way to make knowledge is with, to check with people who are different from yourselves and persuade them. You can't use force. And all these people who don't know each other have to be able to interact. Whatever I do to establish something is true should work in principle for anyone, regardless of nationality, creed, color, everything else. And then they said wait a minute, we can build a network out of this. We can create a global scientific community of people checking each other's beliefs, channeling their conflicts into organized efforts to figure out who's right and who's wrong, and we'll add something else, another great social innovation. Until then, people said the price for being wrong is you lose your job, you lose your head, you get ostracized from society. Now the price for making mistakes is just going to be, well, you lose the argument. But we encourage people to make mistakes. The trick to this whole enterprise will make mistakes incredibly quickly. And we'll find them incredibly quickly. We'll set up a global network that will be able to vet hypotheses at the rate of millions a day, virtually all of which will be wrong. But that's going to be, it's going to be those rare ones that we are going to find and accumulate knowledge. This becomes what we call science, but it's also literary criticism journalism, the law works according to these principles. I call it all the reality-based the reality-based community, and it's based on a constitution of knowledge, which much like the U.S. Constitution, creates this 
gigantic system that allows strangers to cooperate 